Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus are uh, kind of more on the practical side of the Christian life. And you could kind of divide the epistles into different groups. Romans, Tom, I'll just bounce this off you. Romans, I heard this, Romans through um, Thessalonians is more on vision. Once you get to 1st, 2nd Timothy and Titus, it's more on the practice, the practices, things that we need to implement. So it's real practical. And I like, I like those books because they're so down to earth. Um, so Paul's older by this point and he's writing to these people, not to churches, but to people. Timothy, two letters, Titus, who he knew for a long time, but maybe didn't consider him as much of his spiritual son, but he considered him his brother. Remember when he got to Troas and he, um, he said, you know, I was searching for Titus, my brother, and he had no rest. So he had a real close relationship with Titus to charge him, frankly, what to do, how to take care of the situation. And, Ti- and Titus in this book is on the island of Crete, which is in the Mediterranean. And um, the, the situation there is challenging. And there's just like unruly people It'd be like sending Jonathan to USC without anyone else, without knowing y'all, and saying, Jonathan, go there and fix it all up, raise up a club. What if we sent you, Destiny, to, I don't know, I'm trying to think, you know, where would you go, you know, a new school, raise up a club, you know, it's hard, right? So Titus got a big job. So, but Paul's got um, the, the healthy words, the, the life-giving ministry in this epistle to encourage him. And... Um, so, um, there are two things I, I kind of want to hit. And the first one is interesting. It's a little bit of a sidebar. It's a little bit of a study on Greek. So, if you can pull out your Bibles, and if we can just all look up verses. Uh, and the point I'll make is going to develop. And so, you just have to hang with me. But basically, we're looking at the translation of a particular word in these books of first and second Timothy and Titus. So Jonathan, if you can get first Timothy one ten and um, pull it out of this version. And then if you can get Destiny first Timothy six three, Reese, if you can get Second Timothy one thirteen, we'll just stop there. And um, that's what is that three? And I just want us to find the common word here. And then I'm going to tell you there are more than these verses that use this word. Okay, so uh, we'll hit Titus in a second. Ready? 1 Timothy 1.10. Okay. For who mongers, who mongers for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. Okay. Destinies, you have a First Timothy six three. Mm-hmm. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree to the sound of instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ to the godly teaching, they are conceited and understanding nothing. Okay, so um, did you on yours? I missed it. Did it use the word sound? Yes. Sound what? Sound words. Sound instruction. Sound instruction. Okay, good, Reese. What you heard from me, keep us the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Okay. So this word has got to come out in all these verses. Sound. Sound doctrine. Sound instruction. And um, whenever you think of a sound aircraft or a sound logical uh, argument for lawyers, what, what does it mean, Reese? Um, it means it's infallible, it's structured, it makes sense. 
Good. Excellent. Is that and that's our uh, limit of the that word, isn't that right? Like it doesn't have anything to do with biology necessarily, right? Okay. So, but what about this word? Have you ever heard the word safe and sound? What does that mean? It means something to do with your physical health. Can't get hurt, right? Okay. Made it home safe and sound? Made it home safe and sound. Look up uh, Luke 15.27 in that version. Luke 15.27. It's the same Greek word. And they had to translate it. They had to pick what word to translate it. And if you can look up Luke 7.10, Reese, do you want a verse, Natalie? Sure. All right. You look up Titus 2.1. Okay, but here, let's have uh, Jonathan go first. Luke, uh, Luke 15, 27. Yep. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fattened calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. Safe and sound. <laughs> he received his son back safe and sound. Isn't that interesting? Okay, go ahead, uh, Luke seven ten. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Well. Okay. This same Greek word. And it's the word um, that we get the word um, hygienic from. It's very interesting. Okay, Natalie, go. Uh, Titus 2.1. Yep. You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Okay. Sound doctrine. So in the books of Timothy and Titus, Paul's put a lot of emphasis on this. uh, What he means uh, is just good for you. It's true. Um, it's logical, it's right, but the Greek word is particular because it's literally the word hygienic or healthy, safe. Um, a lot of versions, um, for Luke 7.10, they say that they found his ser- Jesus healed the servant and they went and found him in good health. So mm-hmm. it means being healthy. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's what it has there. In good, good, health. good health. And there's other uses of this word. There are eight uses of this word all pertaining to words, um, teaching, doctrine, uh, instruction. There are eight uses of this word as an adjective in First and Second Timothy and Titus. And uh, whenever we hear the word sound, we always think, okay, that means logically correct, we mean theologically, there's no mistakes, it's infallible, it's not heretical. So be right in your teaching is what we get when we hear that word. And right. I treasure that interpretation, but... And I treasure the King James Version, which translated it in the first place in that way. It's actually my grandfather's Bible, and I inherited it when he passed away. And I love the King James. I grew up in a Christian school. We memorized. Did you grow up in a Christian school? We memorized from the King James. And I love the word sound doctrine. But I really love this version, which translates it in a different way. And it translates it healthy. So I want us to read some of those same verses, Mm -hmm. but change sound doctrine to healthy teaching. So can you go to, uh, which one did you have first, Reese? I had second. Timothy 1.13? Yep. Okay, you have 1 Timothy Mm 6.3, 1 Timothy Mm 1.10, Titus 1.9, Titus 1.13, Titus 2.2, I'll get Titus 2.8. Okay, so we're going to start with Reese. Change it to healthy teaching. Yep. What you heard from me teaches the pattern of healthy teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Okay. Healthy. Healthy. 
So changing it to healthy teaching. Healthy teaching. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree to the healthy teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, mm -hmm. they are conceited and understand nothing. Right. You can just hit the word healthy. I mean, a little bit of the back of the verse. Okay. And if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound uh, to healthy teaching. <clears throat> okay. I'll go next. Titus 2. 8. A healthy speech that cannot be condemned. Holding to the faithful word, which is according to the teaching of the apostles, that he may be able to exhort by the healthy teachings mm -hmm. to convict those who oppose. Yes. Um, I can't remember, Tom. Was it Titus one nine or was it Titus I thought two, it was Titus, he read two Titus one? Well, okay, two. It's okay. It's two one. Cool. Okay, but you speak the things which are fitting to healthy teaching. Yeah, I think so that's good. I already got it. Healthy in faith is 2-2. Two, two. Hygienic in faith. Sound in faith. So, um, why am I bringing all this well, out? They've got something right here. Oh, we all got one too. Right. So, why am I bringing all this out? So, it's, it's because if the Bible was just a textbook, the emphasis would be on just being correct. But the Bible is not just a textbook. It's not a manual. It's a menu. It's not just for... The mind, but it's for your spirit. Is that not right, yeah. Natalie? It's for yeah. your spirit. So it has within it a healthy element to make you spiritually healthy. And Paul contrasts this, which he calls the healthy food, the uh, health food. Health food is big, is it not? And, um, okay, I won't get off on that, but you, you know what you eat, you know, affects how you feel and everything. And, um, and we, we know from school that it's important to be healthy, diet and exercise, but spiritually healthy. Spiritually healthy is what he's speaking about. So he has uh, a few places where he describes teaching as unhealthy, diseased. Let me read you some of them. 1 Timothy 1.4, uh, it says that we ought to teach God's economy rather than myths and things which produce questionings. And then you're just... Uh, you're just confused. And he says in 1 Timothy 4, 6, 1 Timothy 4, 6, Tom, I know you love this verse. Like that, that if you... Um, these things before the brothers. You will be a good, good minister. minister of Christ, being nourished. Nourished with the words of the, of the faith. faith. And the good teaching which is closely followed. Okay, 1 Timothy uh, 6, 3 says, If someone does not consent to the healthy words, he's puffed up or blinded with pride and diseased with questionings. Mm -hmm. Diseased. Wow. So, I mean, you're that's sick. Something that's not healthy. You're not healthy. So, um, and then it says we ought to avoid, in 2 Timothy two sixteen and 17, profane words and arguments whose uh, teachings are wrong and they will spread like gangrene. Which is a, I don't know, Natalie, that's some type of a terrible, Luann, some type of a disease that's just, <laughs> all I know is it's like you have to cut off the limbs that have it. Is that right? Usually. Yeah. So it's, it's just. So um, in Second Timothy 2.23, he says, foolish questionings will breed contentions. We should avoid these things. It's like if someone has COVID, we should stay away. You know, it's like if someone's sick spiritually, you should try to not pick up what they have for the sake of the whole body of Christ. Um, and so anyway, there's a lot more. But what you see throughout these three books is, a, is an emphasis on teaching because it's real practical. It's like, what are people speaking about in the church? And he's 
got a whole list of things that he's trying to tell Timothy and Titus to avoid. Myths, genealogies, questionings, vain talking, teachers who don't understand what they teach, blasphemy, deceiving spirits, the teachings of demons, such as forbidding marriage and abstaining from certain kinds of foods, being people who are blinded with pride, diseased with questionings, people full of contentions which produce envy, strife, slanders, men, the wranglings of men who are corrupted in mind and deprived of the truth, those who suppose godliness to be a means of financial gain, uh, those who trust in riches and all kinds of oppositions from what is falsely called knowledge. Stay away. These are all unhealthy. This is the junk food of the spiritual life. This is like going to McDonald's and getting supersized every single time. You're not going to make it. It's going to be bad for you, right? So, uh, so what do we do? So this is kind of a broccoli lesson. It's not really like the most like, sugar-coated. What it's saying is that we should give heed to the Lord, the, the salvation message, the spiritual words, the, the words of our Lord, the words of the apostles, that which builds us up in faith. That's what's healthy. So the Bible has become that to us. So practically, like, what do we take in? You know, yes. there's a lot of teachings out there, such as if you believe in God, you're going to get rich. So you should expect a rich life. No, that's the prosperity gospel. That's not necessarily his message. Or just God loves all sin. No, God doesn't love all sin. He doesn't love things that you might practice that make you cut off from him. So just kind of this teaching of toleration of sin and just being confused about that. Um, Or uh, God wants you to make your country by, by arms. He wants you to make your country, you know, like some kind of place for him. No, not by, not by the gun. It's not going to be the way we do it, right? So there's some teachings that will creep in in our society right. that we're facing um, that would be unhealthy to us. And um, right. so anyway, we have, to, we have to just be discerning. What do we take in? What do we allow, allow to come in? What goes in our ears? And what do we put in through YouTube? So that we're not eating spiritual junk food and then feeling really bad afterwards, you know, like you do when you eat junk food. So that's probably good.